Welcome back, Bannock folks. You're tuned into another episode of Bannockdotes, the podcast that holds it down for the underground sound here in Ontario, Canada. And if you aren't already, make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel. Just hit that button, that bell notification, so you know when we're posting all our videos. Do the good things. And of course, follow us on any podcast platform. That's the Google podcast spotify apple podcast any of that stuff that you listen to just go and follow us there uh leave a comment down below on this video and of course give this a like uh if you aren't already make sure you're following us on our social medias that's just at banecdotes b-a-n-d-e-c-d-o-t-e-s uh you could check us out on instagram that's where we do all our updates that's where all the updating is happening we're where the shows that we're putting on uh, is, is going on there, uh, upcoming guests, clips, it's all going down there. And then check us out on the TikTok, just at Banecdotes, B-A-N-D-E-C-D-O-T-E-S, Banecdotes. We repost a lot of the clips of the guests that are coming up that week. Definitely go check us out there. All right, let's jump right into it. Local Ontario shows happening in the month of November. And if you have a show coming up, just send it my way and we'll plug it on the show. And if I've missed anything, definitely follow at Ontario X Hardcore on Instagram where you can see all sorts of shows happening in your area. All sorts of cool stuff. Cool. Let's jump into it. This Thursday, November 10th, in Toronto at the Garrison, Transmit Worldwide presents Single Mothers with All Crimes and Mile End. However, at the Handlebar in Toronto that night, we have Terry Green playing with Basque and Steve Dave. In Brampton that night at Spot One Music Hall, Solace Music Promotions presents Death Before Dishonor with Northwalk, Rust, Choices Made, and Spirit of Vengeance. But if you're in Hamilton that night at the Doors Pub, we have Pale Horse Promotions presents Lover's Teeth with Constrain, J.O. Day, and Midnight Tripper. Friday, November 11th, in Hamilton at the Doors Pub, we have Snake Charmer with Spearhead and Fertilizer. Saturday, November 12th, in Windsor at 2491 Douglas Ave, City of Waste presents Friction with The Fact, Reliever, Brain Itch, and Behavioral Issues. Sunday, November 20th, in Hamilton at the Doors Pub, Steel City Hardcore presents Cohesion with Prowl, Mile End, Final Declaration, Cicada, and our homies in reality tonight. Saturday, November 26th, in Toronto at the Velvet Underground, Inertia Entertainment presents Augury with Operas, Gut Void, and my band, Sinner AD, Deathly go out to those shows let's talk about my guest this week this week we have marco brissett he plays guitar in dead tired but more importantly he is the owner and operator of dead quarter studios he is an engineer he's worked on a lot of cool records um yeah and he's played on a lot of cool bands he's been around the block so he's got lots to talk about and uh this conversation was just so natural it was one of my favorites in a long time and in fact, this is the last interview to happen in the Banecdotes room. That's right, folks. I'm moving out of here. Um, so uh, we're doing a more at the space instead of our, our cool studio that we had set up. I swear I'll get something going. The space is kind of an in-between space right now. I, I'll swear I'll try and get something more uh, visually appealing as far as the set goes. Uh, but for now, we're kind of in, in a limbo state right now. Anyway, let's just jump right into this awesome episode. This is Marco Brissett. Welcome back, Bannock folks. You're tuned into another episode of Bannockdotes, a podcast that holds it down for the underground sound here in Ontario, Canada. And I'm your host, Phil Paxton. And we've got Marco joining us today from Dead Tired in the Dead Quarter Studios. Hello, thank you for having me. How are you been doing today? How's uh, your day been? It's, it's been a long day, but I, I heard you've had a long day as well. Yeah, so. it was. It was quite long. <laughs> I did a lot of driving, but here we are. We're repping, we're repping another podcast episode. Big time. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, so um, yeah, so you play in Dead Tired, which has uh, like got quite a bit of momentum. You guys just released a new record. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, just this past summer, actually. Yeah, it's yeah. a great record. Loves it. Love oh, the tunes. Thank you. It's great. Uh, have you guys played many? Are you guys doing shows now? Is that like the the deal? Like, uh, we have we have one booked for this year. It's in December. It's with um, it's Anti Flags Anti Fest. Oh, nice. So it's them. Uh, Cancer Bats, us, I think Dilly Dally from Toronto. Oh, Dilly Dally's so good. There's one other band I can't recall, but it's it, it's like a like a long long evening of rock and roll. Oh, where's that so, happening? Uh, Danforth. Oh, yeah. right here in Toronto. Yeah, or not in here, yeah. in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Over that way. Yeah. <laughs> so that's exciting. How's yeah. been the the new release been? Uh, like lots of. A lot of people seem to like it. Yeah. And I'm very happy with that because <laughs> we uh, we we worked a lot at it and we were like we we sort of wrote the songs when like uh the covid restrictions were kind of lifted and we're like okay now you can sort of gather with people Mm -hmm. i think we had had some ideas that were just sitting on the shelf and we're like okay let's maybe let's maybe start working at these a little bit so i guess it is our covid record that that seems to be like a new term that isn't it yeah yeah there's all sorts of records that are coming out and uh and uh, yeah, the COVID—that that seems to be the term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I love it. And uh, you folks Thanks. have been working hard at it. Yeah, um, you know we we haven't we haven't actually had a live performance yet to 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 put it out there. Okay, but that's that's coming soon. December, yeah. December and- can't come soon enough. I never thought I would <laughs> want the weather of December to be here, but I'm I'm like jazzed <laughs> to play finally. And uh, for those who don't know, uh, Marco, you were an engineer, producer, mix master, friggin' martial artist. Yes. <laughs> don't forget the martial arts. Oh, man. And uh, yeah, recording at a Dead Quarter Studios. That's right. So did you you did the Dead Tired record? Yeah. Um, so we did, we did it all in-house minus the drums. So we had our bud, uh, and I'm sure your bud, Ian Romano. Yeah. Uh, he, he did his drums. He recorded at his studio in Welland where, um, where I think the Romanos do like everything, their little headquarters, yeah. right? They recorded, he recorded at their headquarters, re-recorded at our dead quarters. Nice. Oh, I'm so sorry for that. <laughs> that, was, that was just terrible. That was great. Can you snip that out? Like, <laughs> please? <laughs> yeah, we did it all. We did it all there basically and mixed there and then mastered by our bud, uh, Joe Carvel in Toronto. Nice. And that was it. Yeah. How was the recording process? Was it like, because this is the first full length, right? You guys have EPs out before, right? This is the third. Third full length? Full length, yeah. Oh, God, I've been yeah. sleeping. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> um, third, this one, we, we kind of buckled down and maybe, I don't want to say took it more seriously because that always, I don't know, I don't like the way that sounds. Right. But, um, yeah, we, we just, we wanted to put a little extra effort in this time and, and we certainly did. Um and we weren't on like a, a hard schedule to like, okay, we have to get this done by this day and this has to be done by this day. Like we, we took our time with it. And when it was, when, they, when people were available, we, okay, we'll do some guitar and then we'll do some vocals and whatever. And we stretched it out, but it was, it was super fun. Playing it yeah. by ear, making sure it doesn't get rushed, right? Yeah. No, it was never, it was never rushed and, and we, we just had a great time. That's great. And the best part was, is that uh, we got a giant six foot sub. On like the last day of uh, tracking, I think, or it was like the last day of like the bulk of the tracking being done. Where do you get a six foot sub? Uh, there are many awesome sub places in <laughs> Hamilton that uh, know our guitar player Franz on a first name basis. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he, he because of the amount of giant subs that he himself has purchased and brought to our space, so nice. It only made sense. Yeah, that was the best part of recording is the giant sub. <laughs> So what kind of goes into like writing a new dead tired song aside from like, I know like you guys have been around for a while. So yeah, it, uh, it's not, we don't, I want I don't want to say that we overthink anything. It's pretty much cause we've all been in tons of bands where it's like overthought and we're like, okay, we should really change this. Should we screw around with that? Should we mess with this part, that part, whatever else? Um, usually one of us has some bit or piece that we can work on or maybe two bits and pieces and then we jam it out. We usually hash out the structure of a song in a in an evening, and then that's it. It rarely, if ever, changes. Oh, like okay. We don't we don't go back and nitpick and like oh, I don't unless it's like really really like hey this part kind of sucks or this sure. sounds like hey we discovered this riff on some other record right can't use it now. Um, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty laid back and um, easy. Yeah, I just like, yeah. friendly yeah. too. Just that's okay, cool. that's great. We got Laid a song. Back. 
right. done you know yeah. that that's cool it must be like a really easy way to like approach the writing to like right there's nothing too stressed out right nothing held over your head or never no yeah that's super yeah. cool yeah and it's 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 like we're we're all buds in the band too so it's a good hang just natural yeah yeah hanging out nobody's you know there's no feelings hurt if we're like yeah hey, i don't know about that riff or <laughs> I don't know about that tapping whammy bar solo. That may not be <laughs> right. <laughs> sure, sure. Now, going back, you said that you guys have all been in bands. I know that you've played in a handful of bands, and I think one of the only other bands that I know that you play in is Robo Horror. Oh, my goodness. Which is uh, your yes. Turbo Negro cover band. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, uh, do you want to talk a bit about that? Yes, they do. <laughs> right on, right on. Um, so I probably can say this, that uh, Robo Horror has... has uh, morphed into not just a Turbo Negro cover band. We actually have our own material now. Oh, exciting! That, as of yesterday, I was just mixing. That's exciting. So I'm hoping. It's a, well, it's the first of October now. I'm hoping by the end of the year we have five original songs for everybody to hear. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Super super fun band. We did it. I think we started it maybe two years ago. <laughs> And and the idea was okay, okay, everybody block off this weekend. Sure. And we loaded into like the dead quarters at you know, Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And like by Sunday we're gonna have five songs recorded. Okay. And we just we wrote and recorded I'd say probably like eighty percent of the songs by the end of the weekend. That's great. And then Damn and then out. just since then it was like, okay, you know, it's had a guitar solo, it's had some extra vocals, whatever. Um, but yeah, hopefully by the end of this year, you'll, you'll hear some robo whore. Oh, that's exciting. And what other <laughs> bands have you played in before? Um, there, there's, there's a couple I'm going to leave off the, sure. off the table. Sure. For sure. Uh, you know, when the cameras aren't rolling, we'll talk about those ones. <laughs> um, the last, I was in a band called Modern Miniatures around I 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah I've, yeah. Blake used to always bust out the, the, the ladder. Oh, okay, so then you did see us. Yeah. <laughs> um, were you were you there at L three when he did L3? that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh no way! I would have been there. Yeah. Oh wow, that that was that show was great. Yeah, that was so much fun. Do you, I, I can't even remember the lineup, but I definitely remember seeing you folks. <laughs> yeah, he pulled that giant. That was like a ten foot. That's like a WWE size ladder. No, he he just. I think he like went off the stage <laughs> and like saw it like tucked in the back there yeah, yeah, yeah. and pulled out and it just kept going and going and going <laughs> and then he set it up and then he and i think he like maybe with a year ago he sent me a picture of it he was standing on top of it yeah maybe two or three inches was the ceiling fan above his head and i don't think he knew that and that what a that would have sucked. <laughs> <laughs> would have made for a good uh, Hard Times article. Uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> My whole life and music career would make a good Hard Times oh, headline yeah? sometimes, I think. But. You got a couple headlines that you could obviously send their way? Some of them, I think, are purposely directed at me sometimes. Isn't like, that oh, funny? <laughs> come on. I don't even know you people. Um, so, that and then I had, I had a band... Um, with a friend of mine that I'm actually kind of doing a little little side fun band right now called The Fledge. Oh, okay. Uh, from from Hamilton. And um, the other guitar player's name's Adrian. Him and I were in kind of like our first real, real band in the early 2000s called Kitchens and Bathrooms. Okay, cool. Weird enough name, but <laughs> um, yeah, that was like the first, all of our first band that like put out, well, it was a CD back then, but yeah. like first CD, first real recording studio experience, uh, first tour. So a lot of, a lot of cool stuff. Um, and then yeah, him and I, we have this this band called the Fledge right now. So it's very like, do you like do you like Pile, the band Never Pile? Uh, what about uh, Kowloon Walled City? No, I can't say ass. Okay, hold on. <laughs> what about Slint? Sorry, three for three. No. The. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. If you don't know those three. I'm sorry. <laughs> very, very weird. Very progressive. Okay. You'd, you'd probably like Pile. Give Pile yeah, a listen. Yeah. I'll definitely check it out. Actually, if you like, maybe Kowloon Walled City. Start okay. with them. Okay. I'll yeah. send you that. Yeah. It's a good place. To... Right on. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> and now, how did you get into producing music? Is that something you've always been passionate about? Was that just something that kind of came about because you played in bands or? Um, I kind of, I kind of goofed around with it in my, in my basement for a long time. And, uh, eventually I, w- I was goofing around with it. And then a friend of mine, 
he was doing really well with his studio offered me like a kind of like a job or like an internship to, cool. to start helping him out and he was he was actually getting really busy because he did the alexis and fire records oh right so this on. was right after i want to say right after watch out very sick um uh, his name's uh julius buddy so he offered me a like a basically a job and then i started working there for some years i can't even remember how many <laughs> um but it was it was great i got to work on i think two alexis records um wow three protest the hero records very um, sick uh ceremonial snips records i love the snips right that's the ceremonial that's, snips the too. ceremony yeah i know going way <laughs> the back the cool stuff <laughs> right they were they were so awesome i loved that sound it was a sound that came and went really quick it was yeah. like this ska heavy core i loved it but it very few bands did it yeah you know like i think you ever heard of the band folly there were like one of the other bands yeah. that I remember really yeah. that that kind of did breakdowns with like trumpets and shit. It was like it, it was it was like almost metal. Yeah. And then it was like heavy riffing. <laughs> yeah. But then these horns and then this guy yelling and screaming at Punk you. Kind of like, vocals. It's a cool mix. They were a cool band. Yeah. I remember seeing I did the or they did the like the snips are friggin' dead or whatever. Like oh. That last show there. I, oh yeah. I went out to that. That was a good time. Were you I, there? I was there as yeah. well. I got up and played a song with them actually. Oh really? I did a little guest guitar thing on one of the songs. I remember that. Songs. I remember like on the record. being the guy that jumping up on stage and playing riffs with them. Yeah, riffing. Yeah. I Heavy that. riffing. <laughs> that was a cool show. <laughs> that was a great show. That was one of the last Wellen shows that I remember going to. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not too many shows that happen there anymore. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Possibly 10 years. Yeah, probably. Really? Probably, yeah. Oh, you haven't gone to see D-Boy in... Not in Welland. The odd time that they come to Canada and play. Yeah, that's in, right. Yeah. In Welland, of I all have, places. I have seen D Boy when they come to Canada and play Warehouse. Oh, okay. Two, two or three times. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. I haven't seen them in Welland. Hmm. They did. They did Welland a couple pre pre COVID. Okay. Yeah. And then post COVID, any shows happening in Welland post COVID? Not that I have heard of. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't even know if there's a place to play in Welland. That's what I was thinking. Like, where there was all sorts of cool places, but they don't seem to be happening mm -hmm. anymore. The last one I went to was at the Rex. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. The awesome. Rex is probably about the, like one of the last places that has kind of shows. Yeah. Around. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> good pizza, too. So Yeah, they, I, I, yeah their pizza is amazing. Man, <laughs> I would almost put their pizza possibly best pie I've ever had. Okay. Any, anywhere. Nice. <laughs> I feel like you're disagreeing. Well, I mean, it, it's, it's it's hard to say. You know, I tr I try to say like where I've had the best pizza, and then another place I'll go to. I'll be like, oh, this pizza's really good, and then start forgetting about other places. You mm. know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. we're blessed with pizza in this. Oh, like St. Catharines specifically. Really? It's like I could probably name off twenty different chains. Really? Yeah, dude, it's crazy here. Hmm. You have to write these down for me. Yeah, I'll have to. Okay. Have you heard? Sorry, you're just reminding me of great. You're saying greatest pizza ever. Uh, are you familiar with the band Horse the Band? Oh, I love them. You love them absolutely. So you know the story. The pizza EP. Yes. Yes. Where they were on tour and they stopped at this place and they loved this pizza so much that they were like, "Sorry, guys." They called up the label and was like, "We're not doing the tour anymore. We're stopping the tour." They jumped jumped off the tour and just ate pizza at this place and then wrote the EP. What? Yeah. I had no idea that's how it came about. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it was. Oh, they my took, God. They, they had, like, promo pictures of them in this pizza place because they liked it so much. Dude, it got <laughs> out of hand. <laughs> that's unreal. Yeah. <laughs> they were set, are they still together? No, I don't think so. No? At least I don't know. But with this wave of bands coming back, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we hear a new Horse the Band song. They were so awesome. This band, this like, wave of... Uh, yeah, no, they were super cool. So cool. Man. But this wave of all these bands coming back, like Botch put out a couple new tunes. Oh, really? Maylene put out a couple new tunes. Really? You know what I mean? Like, it's this like this wave of all this stuff that you thought you were never going to hear again. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know Maylene was... I know, and especially after freaking Dallas's accident. Like, I don't know if you were familiar with that. I, yeah, vaguely. He got into a, like, a really bad ATV accident. Oh, really? And uh, he's blind out of one eye. Holy yeah, moly. Yeah, and, uh, for, like, you just, that, I thought that was it for Maylene. You know yeah. what I mean? So, well, we're back. Wow. Okay. All OG members, too. Where did I, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very exciting. It's been, I saw them, ooh, a long time ago. Maybe, maybe another 10 years ago yeah. show. They did play around here somewhere. I've seen them at L3, because yeah. I got you, Steven, beside me. I got, I got hot sauce of theirs. No way. Maylene hot sauce. I didn't even know they 
did such a thing. Uh, I bought it at their merch booth, and uh, you know, I ate it real quick, and then decided to keep the bottle because I was like, "That's a beauty." Maylene hot sauce. I got a couple. It's a good collection. Yeah, cancer bats, and I wrestled a bear once. I don't know if you remember oh, that yeah. band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're super wacky. They had a wow. They had a hot sauce. Yeah, there was a trend going for a while there. <laughs> I remember Chariot had one. And Norma Jean had one, too, at one point. No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a trend. Wow. Uh, yeah, Norma Jean did some gimmick where uh, they, like, released their own barbecue sauce with, uh, I think it was oh, Redeemer, that record. Okay. And they actually won an award for it because it was, like, some sort of, like, pack. Like, they like like it was, uh, like, an original idea to sell, like, some sort of, like... <laughs> and, and, like, there was a contest involved, and the winner got to eat barbecue with Norma Jean. That's... And they all have barbecue tattooed on their bottom lips. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's funny how this, this food just kind of just overtakes some of these bands. And I get it, though. When you're on the road, that's all you really have to look forward to. Yeah. yeah big time. That's all... Actually, that's most of Dead Tired's conversations. <laughs> right? Is food this, restaurant that, and, yeah, that's all we ever talk about. Yeah. <laughs> You guys do any like extensive tours? I, I like I haven't seen you folks do any like it's mainly just the area here, right? Yeah, we we go to Montreal. Yeah. Um, like and like we're thankful. Like w- when we go to Montreal, people actually come out and see us. That's awesome. So we're more than happy to do that. Um, I th- we did one like maybe week long or maybe five day long quote tour, but this was like way maybe five six years ago. Sure, when you folks just started. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't think the idea for the band was ever to be like a touring band or going hard. It was kind of like a, we'll do it when it's good for us. And if it's not, then we won't. And no hard feelings. Um, It's kind of like a, it's a serious band that's not terribly serious. Sure. I understand that. You know, if we can't make a gig, we can't do it. And that's, you know, no big deal. there's passion in the music, right? It's not like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Honed in at all. Yeah. No, no, not at all. But, um. We've been offered tours and it just hasn't worked out for everybody's schedule. It's like, sure. oh, okay, yeah. maybe, maybe we'll do it someday. I think I think we we would have fun doing it for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we haven't we haven't done that yet. Maybe one day. <laughs> Who knows? And if not, then that's you know that's not the end of the world yeah. either. We're, we're, we'll all still be happy. So. Yeah, that's just it, and that's yeah. the important part, right? Yeah, yeah. Got to be happy playing music. Big time. That's Big just time. it. Big time. Now I got the age old question: How did you get into heavy music? How do you remember approaching and getting into the more aggressive underground stuff? Heavy stuff, eh? Um, trying to think what the first... I think... I mean, I don't know if this counts. Nirvana was like the first heavy... Yeah, I would say so. ...band that I heard. Um, and I'm old enough to remember like when it first kind of hit, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but I remember hearing that being like... that. That was the heaviest thing I'd heard at the time. Right. And then I think I heard... Enter Sandman after that. Right. And that became the next heaviest thing. Cool. And then it was maybe maybe a couple of years after I really got into Metallica. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know what triggered me to get into that, but I, I think it was because, oh, I liked Enter Sandman. And I think I went backwards. I started with the first record of theirs I owned was Kill 'em All. Kill 'em All. I went in order, actually. And you just went, yeah. Yeah. And then. Um, up to like self titled, I guess, at that point. Yeah. yeah. Right, right up to that's all that was available. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think that, le- okay, I'll say they, they had this guy that was in Megadeth. And right. Like, oh, okay. So then I checked out Megadeth and then I checked out Slayer and that's what, by the time Slayer came around, I was hooked. Yeah. Well, you know, like a drug. It was, <laughs> okay, I think I'm a metalhead now. There you go. That's super cool. Yeah. It's funny that you say that. It's very similar vibes to like, I remember, you know, kind of like in punk music, I think maybe Sum 41 was like the heaviest thing oh, okay. at the time. Yeah. And uh, especially with that, that Pain for Pleasure song, that like wacky like <laughs> hair metal stuff. Uh, I love that. And then when like I had a friend at school be like, you got to listen to Metallica. Here's yeah. Metallica. You got to listen to Metallica. And I'm like, okay. And at the time it was St. Anger that was out. Oh, so no. I'm like, okay, St. Anger. And I come back to my buddy, and I'm like, I heard the song St. Anger, and he's like, it's trash. Don't listen to it. Don't listen to listen to everything before that. And I'm like, oh, okay. And like, you're re- at that point, you're really influenced by your friends. You're going like, okay, I guess I don't like that record. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. How do you feel about that record, especially the snare town? Oh, your producers. Uh... Well, I got to give them credit for trying something different. Absolutely. Like, good on them for being like, okay, we're going to go in a completely di- different direction. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't going to like it. But let's try it. Um, 
hats off to them for doing that. Sure. Good lord, I can't, <laughs> I can't get through it. And I just went to see them in right? Buffalo. Were you there? No, but we, I, you told me that oh, you yeah. wanted to go see them. So we, <laughs> we went to Buffalo and saw them, and great set. They they played really well, and then then they played a Saint Anger song. <laughs> and the last time I saw them, they did not do a Saint Anger song. Really? Like, why are they pulling out one of these? Uh, Hetfield even said something like, "Okay." What's everybody's thoughts on St. Anger? <laughs> and like a very weird reaction from the crowd you wouldn't expect at a Metallica show. And then they, they played fucking whatever stupid song off St. Anger. <laughs> and it was kind of like I was there with uh, Franz, our other dead tired guitar player. Yeah. And like we kind of looked at each other and like when the even just the sound of the guitar is kind of shit on that whole record. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're like looking at each other and just kind of like... You know, kind of felt embarrassed for them like, right oh this is so bad and awkward and <laughs> what the hell are they doing yeah. so yeah i don't know yeah i don't know it's not the best metallica record it could have been better i think yeah <laughs> but on the other on the other hand like i said hats off to them for trying something weird yeah especially at like a weird time from necessarily metal especially like post-hardcore was really popular at the time yeah right? so yeah i think new at that time like the new metal think it was getting phased out kind of dying which right? i was more than happy about oh yeah not a big new metal guy eh? i never it never bit me so not, not like it. slipknot corn not no i never liked corn never liked limp biscuit um that's fair yeah i, I don't <laughs> although i did uh some dead tired played at i think heavy montreal or like cool rock fest one of those and limp biscuit was playing hey I was like, okay, boys, I'm going to watch. Yeah. I'm going to go see one or two songs of Limp Biscuit. <laughs> and Fred Durst came out and was like, y'all ready to party like it's 1999? I thought, well, at least he's got a sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, I can deal with that. That's funny. I yeah. watched one song. Get the frig out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and you've always seen like these bands try to bring back that new metal style. But like, I feel like <sighs> you got to go, you got to commit to that whole thing. Because all those bands did, right? Mudvayne, freaking all uh, these bands, right? Yeah. Were you into that? You, like, I mean, I was like young if, at the time. If that was, was your age. I was impressionable. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, definitely enjoyed those. Limb Biscuit was like, like I was like in grade three when like Rolling came out. And I was like, this is the coolest stuff ever. But like, yeah. I always never actually thought it was heavy music, to be honest. When I was younger, it never... Like, I wasn't listening to Slipknot at that time. Eventually, mm -hmm. when I got around to it, like, Metallica, Slipknot, that was a big influence. But, like, when I, like when Biscuit was around, I always just thought it was just, like, rap. Or, like, because it was always on the radio. Yeah, you know yeah, what fair I mean? enough. So, like, I, I never thought it was, like, too underground. All the kids in my class knew it was. So, yeah. it was never, like, I was finding something that, I get that wasn't already listened to, I guess. So, when you were exposed to, like, Limp Biscuit or, like, Corn and that, when you started listening to, like... I don't want to say real metal, but like heavier stuff. Right. Like how did that hit you? Like when you heard Metallica versus Limp Biscuit and that stuff, did you feel that there was like a world of difference there? Oh, 100%. Or? Almost yeah. immediately I felt like that was commercial stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And like it all of a sudden became about, you know, if a band has a breakdown or not, right? I was really into that post-hardcore <laughs> stuff. Like So like if it didn't have... Uh, you know, like if it had singing, I could get, I would go into it, but, but you had to have a breakdown or something or else I wasn't into it. Obviously I've had my, been open more minded, uh, about music ever since. But like, yeah, when I was young in that <laughs> age and you're into like, uh, I'm trying to think like the bled and stuff like that, oh, you know what I mean? And like, I'm going like. Nobody at my school knows this. Any like you, you feel kind of like you yeah. Because the internet is around, but it's it's MySpace era, right? So yeah. like you, you really had to like their page and stuff to kind of like really yeah. get into the. So like if it was, I kind of got like it was a point of pride being like, oh, my favorite band you've never heard, you've never even heard them. They'd be like, is it like Metallica? I'd be like, it's even heavier, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I felt that phase too. I I feel like I'm still kind of in that phase. Sure, sometimes, sure. But I definitely felt that in in high school as well. Um. But yeah, MySpace was a great place to find. I like, I found so many bands that I still like. Yeah. From from there. Yeah, MySpace was. Yeah. Uh, I don't think people we all laugh about it nowadays because it was a certain era of time with the the angles and the and the profile <laughs> pages, right? The HTML yeah. heavy yeah. stuff. Um, but like it was, 
it, it felt like it made shows more important. People would post about shows and then like they would go to the shows and then they would talk about the shows like on MySpace. They would post their music and like the you, you would have a profile song, right? You would go yeah. to your profile oh, yeah. and you can make it any song. <laughs> so like I don't think people realize nowadays, at least the younger folks really realize how much of a tool it was. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. And just how yeah. many bands and I'm sure labels probably benefited from it just from finding all sorts of cool stuff that have just been, you know, uploaded to that music player, right? Oh, big time. Big time they did. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are reminiscing about the MySpace about days. About the MySpace <laughs> days. Tom, if you're out there watching. Uh, yeah. And we know that you are. Yeah. Give us a shout out. <laughs> I, think, I think Tom did pretty well for himself. I'm sure he did. Yeah. You know, he was never a friend of mine on MySpace. What? Wasn't he like, like, well, the, as far as I knew, wasn't, weren't you like assigned him as your first and friend? And you couldn't get rid of him? Yeah. I never, what? never had him. <laughs> because I, I didn't, I don't know who the fuck he was. I just look at other people's MySpace. I'm like, who is this Tom? Yeah, who's this Tom? This is like a guy I don't, like, oh, my friend Bob <laughs> talks to Tom. Like, yeah. And, and my friend Liz talks to Tom, who is Tom? I don't yeah. know. Like, and he didn't. He wasn't on yours. Never knew. It was. I, I think it was years later that somebody's <laughs> like, "Oh no, that's the guy that like owns MySpace," <laughs> and and you, you don't have him as a friend. No, I never got him. That's wild. Tom, you're watching. You gotta add Seriously. him as a friend. Come on, it's man. Friend request. Come on. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's get into some anecdotes. So, some, oh, tell me some of the wildest stories you have. From being in a band, playing in bands, whether it's on the road, in the studio, sort of inside jokes that you have. Okay. I did some thinking about this. Cool. I did some thinking. I, I narrowed it down to a couple of them. Here we go. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Here's here's a here's a good one. <laughs> um, playing in a band, touring. Not going to give up too much details. You don't need to. After, after the cameras are off, I'll, yeah. we'll maybe have a drink and discuss these <laughs> um wasn't terribly happy in the band sure knew that i was probably gonna be hitting the road okay um soon and uh we're playing in connecticut and i'll, I'll that's that's geographically is that's what i'm gonna narrow it down to sure um so we're playing in this is awful fucking self-book tour it was not going well <laughs> we play this absolute shit show in a decent bar and something happened i don't know like the it, the show got cut off early okay but it, it was like like the the guy the promoter who was running it and taking care of us he was like okay that's it cut it off and then the the power got pulled and then never one, a good sign no not a good sign and then it was just like show's over and i know the one of the band members was very not happy with the sound guy. Okay. And the sound guy. Yeah, I think and then like flipped him off and there was probably some like blah blah sure. blah 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 going on. So, uh fast forward a few more hours and we're still hanging out at this club and then eventually the promoter is like, "Okay. Whoever wants to keep partying, follow me. If you want to go to sleep, follow this guy. There's like a kid there working the door, doing a little bit of everything. I remember he was a nice guy. It's me and one of the other guys in the band are like, okay, we're, we gotta, we gotta rest. This is it. So <laughs> this is such a stupid story. The kid takes us for a walk. We walking down some alleyway. We get to like a house with like multiple dwellings and stuff. Right. Yeah. Like you can tell it's like probably four different apartments in this big oh, old house. Okay. And he opens up a door and it's one of those doors. that's like a staircase, like straight to the third floor. Okay. Like very narrow. <laughs> And this kid goes, okay, you guys want to sleep, right? Like, yeah, yeah. He's like, all right. Walk up that staircase, bang on the door. He's like, tell him you're friends with Big Joaquin, and he'll let you in. <laughs> oh, oh, God. God's sakes. <laughs> I have no patience left at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just, I'm like shaking my head. I'm like, what if I'm not friends with Big Joaquin? Yeah. What's going to happen then? Yeah. What if this guy and Big Joaquin had a disagreement earlier today? Is he going to throw me down this flight of stairs? So the, the kid ah, blah, 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 drags us up there. I'd love to tell you this is the end of the story. This is just like the beginning. Oh, boy. So he drags us up this flight of stairs, opens the door. Guess who lives in the apartment? Big Joaquin. No. No. The sound guy that one of our band members <laughs> flipped off and blah, 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 blah earlier that evening. So he opens up the door and he's like, hey, these guys are crashing here. And the sound guy's like what no 
He's like, well, Joaquin said these guys could crash here, and you agreed. And they're so they're hashing out the details about this, and he's like, ah, no, no, fuck them. And I'm like, oh god, I just want to go home. Yeah. Uh, so eventually they come to agreement, and they let they let us in. So we sit down on. There's like two couches like this. Yeah. So like I was laying on one, my bandmate was laying on the other, and there was some kid on another couch. Okay. Just kind of like flopping there. <laughs> He's like, hey, guys, how's it going? I'm like, good, good, good. He's like, I'm just watching Beavis and Butthead if you want to stay up. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's, that sounds good. <laughs> and he starts talking her friggin' ears off. I'm like, oh, God, just let us let us rest. Finally got some rest. Realized that all night long, knocking on the door, people were coming in, going into the bedroom, closing the door, leaving 15 minutes later. Okay. Like, oh, we're staying at some sort of drug-related... <laughs> flop house here and then eventually like we woke up i don't th- i think we woke up and nobody was there in the okay. morning like just deserted and like let's get the hell out of here as fast as humanly possible <laughs> oh he never met or saw big joaquin uh he he was the promoter at the show actually okay i, I, I guess i didn't mention that but <laughs> yeah um i don't know how close of friends we were with sure, him but by the end of it especially yeah no shit <laughs> So that one, wild. man, oh, that one sticks in my brain. Oh, I always love a good wild. Like they're, those stories are the funnest to tell. But when you're in that situation, you're going like, I just want to sleep. Yeah. And then when they're like, here's where you're sleeping. It's just the floor. You're like, God damn it. I yeah. waited so long. To... Yeah. It's just absolutely frustrating. You must know that feeling <laughs> when you're like, okay, we got a place to stay. Great. Cool. And then you get there and then like, you understand that like, it hits you like a ton of bricks that, oh, shit, we are slumming it tonight. Just yeah. as soon as you open the door to that place, you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. There's like cat litter everywhere and trash piled up to the rafters. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Uh, yeah, it's just a squatter house. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I have a couple of those in my history. I'm oh, like, boy. Okay, this I really like this band. This is fun. And you, know, you got to remind yourself of all the things. That's yeah. right, that's right. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I'll be home in a week. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing ever, ever too seriously. I'm not saying I needed to stay at like a five-star resort every no, time. never. It's just, you know, it, it was fun. Somewhere comfy to sleep. That's all we ask for. Yeah. That's all we ask for. I, I, yeah. And floors. I'm okay with floors, too. Yeah, like I, sure. I didn't mind just when it was, when you really, when you literally had to fight for the place to get in. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. What am I doing? <laughs> That's good. No, That's no regrets, though. Yeah. No, none. <laughs> More anecdotes? Uh, I, the only other one I thought about was a good dead tired one. Nice. And this is like. Like, you know, like we're all, you know, we're not kids anymore. We've all done our touring. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say I'm like a medium on like the touring experience. Like sure. I don't, I don't have it as much as like some of the guys in our band that have mm-hmm. lived on the road, but, um, you know, we, we all sort of, we, we know the flow of things. We don't, we don't step on each other's toes or anything like that. Um, we played in Montreal. I think this would have been January, 2019. Okay. <laughs> and, um, uh, Tony, former former ceremonial snip, uh, was filling in for us on bass. Nice. Um, so we went to Montreal. We played Turbo Host. You know Turbo Host? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Have you played there? Yes. Oh no yeah, way. Yeah, a couple times. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know uh, uh, Sergio? Yes. Oh okay. <laughs> okay. Then we're all buds here. Yeah. Um. So we played Turbo House, and he put us up in like the apartments above. Oh cool. And I didn't know they had any. I think they did briefly okay and if anybody ruined it for the other bands it was definitely us oh (laughs) sorry to say and so we played there we left hamilton in the morning unbelievable snowstorm okay but we thought hey it's not it's not in montreal so maybe maybe we'll part ways here right Uh, no the snowstorm followed us to montreal on our tail the entire time and then stayed there in montreal overnight oh boy with us (laughs) So that kind of sucked. Um, we, we had a place to crash, so we whooped it up pretty well. Yeah. Had a good time. Uh, eventually got to sleep, woke up in the morning, and it's like snow up to our waist. Jeez. Like, it, it was unbelievable. Like, oh, what the frig? Now now what do we do? <laughs> so we had to, like, dig and push the van as much. And 
you know the parking lot behind Turbo House? Yeah, it's bad. Bad. Right? Yeah. 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 Down a hill. Yeah. And up another hill. Or like <laughs> down it's like down two hills. Yeah. If that's if you <laughs> if you've been there you would know. Yeah. It's down two hills. So we're digging and pushing up this one bloody hill. Ugh. And it's just not happening. Uh, we get to we get to almost the road, but there's a big wooden fence that we have to like maneuver around right. to get out onto the road, which is also that's the second hill. Yeah, right. Yeah, you just got a trailer too, or we didn't take a trailer oh, that okay. time. I okay. think we used the house cabs or yeah, something like go. that. Nice. Um, so we're pushing, and it's January, but none of us none of us wore boots. <laughs> I don't think any of us brought gloves. Oh no, I don't know why. Because I'm usually very prepared for that shit. And right. I just like, I'm wearing like paper thin vans. <laughs> so, and nobody's feeling all that great in the morning. Right. And we're pushing in this fucking van. I went inside because I was like, I don't, you know, I think I'm going to, think I'm going to vomit or something like that. <laughs> I came out to the other members of the band, fed up with the wooden fence, tearing the fence down <laughs> by hand, whooping, like, Ripping it down plank for plank and leaving it in this discarded pile on the road. I'm not even They look cavemen. Like, ah, ah, destroy the fence. Breaking the wood We're planks the in half. Out of here. I couldn't believe it. And, and, and yeah, all the other guys in the band, minus me, because I would not have been able to do any sure. damage to the fence, clearly. The other, they tore the fucking fence down. That's wild. And left it in a pile. And then we gave the van the final push yeah. onto the road, and we left. Out you go. Yes. Dead, tired, destroyed a fence. <laughs> That's <sighs> fucking wild. We... Montreal, too. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, we had to leave. You, you gotta get out of there. We had to get the hell out of there. The fence was in the way. In. Yeah. We already were. It, oh, God. <laughs> we definitely... I think we sent Sergio some money. Yeah. And like, hey, man, hey. we're really sorry. <laughs> we destroyed the fence. Yeah, that fence of yours, it's, it's not up anymore. It does not exist. <laughs> um, yeah. That's great. And then he had his back to play a couple months later. Oh, that's cool. So. Yeah. Shout out Sergio. Yes. Shout out to Turbo House. Tur- Unreal venue. Yeah, it's a love cool it. place. They, yeah, they yeah. take care of their band so well. They do. So. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Where's the furthest you've ever played? Furthest I've? Like, from, for, furthest from home. Um, Probably Germany. Oh, wow. That was that? Far. It was great. Yeah. How's the food over there? I've heard lots of good things about the food in Germany. Unreal. Yeah. The bread especially. Bread. Thick. Yeah? Oh, great, great bread. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I honestly don't remember the, the bread that well. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. It was awesome. It was um, a metal festival. Cool. With a, you know, with a band I was in. Yeah. And uh, it was unreal. They they love their metal there. They, they do. They go absolutely. I always wanted to play in Germany. They go do they drink it. as much Jaeger as they tell us they do? I I didn't see as much Jaeger going yeah. around. Okay. But the beer, yeah, you know, this tall. The extra, yeah, <laughs> the friggin' steins that they got for like Oktoberfest and shit. Yeah, and uh, they the, the nonstop. Um, we got there probably late too, like maybe I don't know, like maybe like eleven o'clock at night. We finally got to the site and they it, it didn't stop. Like it was all night long. Wow, you could hear them going crazy going crazy what time of year was that it was in july oh cool so nice in the summer so yeah it was like a summer weekend yeah so like warm out there i guess i don't i really don't know holy moly oh yeah um not not necessarily a bandicdote but where we played like it was an outdoor thing we're on the stage the sun was directly facing us in july (laughs) not a cloud in the sky jesus and the, the okay so we're hot whatever that's yeah. you, you can you can deal with that it was so hot our guitars kept going out of tune wow like just because the, t- the strings I, I think just because yeah like the the instruments were changing shape in our hands <laughs> because of the heat it was uh, it must have been 40 degrees it was like pool noodles by the end of it yeah we really were <laughs> so I, I remember like after every song like oh how is this happening yeah you know like, that's crazy yeah Nice, nice over there. Yeah, nice. They love their metal. Nice people. Yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to go over there. You guys should. I gotta. They would absolutely, absolutely love. Gotta center. do the Europeans because we've never. Yeah. I've never played. I haven't played anywhere in the states or in Europe. I've oh no, all Canada. Oh, mainly the East Coast. I haven't really gotten out to the West Coast. I thought Sinner had went to the West. No, we've never done the West Coast. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've done um, East Coast. We've done the East Coast once. The okay. Hellbent's done. Uh, 
uh, East Coast, and then Halbert went out West Coast once without me. I had just gotten married, so I couldn't That's, join them. <laughs> that is the best excuse. To exactly, not go on a right? Tour. <laughs> Gotta go on this tour with uh, Hellbent. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any pre-show rituals? Um, no, I don't. I don't really have any rituals. I do sit and and warm up on the guitar for maybe. Usually, I watch like two or three songs of the band before us, mm-hmm. and then I'll sit down and noodle on the guitar. Like if there's a green room area, right? Warm up the hands and stuff like that. Not, nothing else. Just scales, no riffs. A little bit of everything. I have. I mean, I'm. I fancy myself an all right guitar player. I have a very like disciplined practice thing I do every oh, single cool. day. Which is every day, every single day, lovely. Mm-hmm. That's dedicated. Mm-hmm. I I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I'll usually do bits and pieces of that, whatever I can fit in. A little bit for the pick, a little bit for the fingers, and just you know, get warmed up. Yeah. I don't like to. I I just I get it hurts if I just go into it and dry without actually warming up a little bit. Yeah, so. that makes sense. That's it. Um, Dead tired is like a fun and easy band to to play in. Mm-hmm. So you know, m- most of us have a. Have a warm-up tall can or two. There you go. It's not a ritual, but just, right. you know, we're loose before we play. Right, and, right. Mm. Just carefree. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah carefree is a good yeah. <laughs> good way to put it. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Do you have any uh, go-to gas station snacks when you're on the road? Is there anything that you gravitate towards when you're on the gas station? Uh, does 7-Eleven count? Yes. Oh, taquitos i'm a taquito master <laughs> oh lord wait i had some last night there's so what's your what's your flavor which ones do you like mm. i think the buffalo chicken oh buffalo although chicken? i'm not big spicy guy okay but i like those i love the jalapeno cream cheese yeah see i can't the jalapenos really i, I don't just... even find it that spicy i find the buffalo more spicier really yeah there's something about that cream cheese in there that just is so good it is good oh, i love it yeah if that's it, uh, taquitos are my taquitos, my go-to. Now, what if you're at a place that's not like you're just at an on route? If it's just at an on route, I, I learned this tour trick a while back. Ooh, nice! Uh, early on, I'll buy like the, like the, the like the bowl of noodles. Okay. Like a, I don't know if it's like Mr. Ramen, noodles. Like yeah, the... yeah, like one of those ones you just yeah. add hot water. Yeah. So buy that, and then go over to like the coffee station and take some hot water from the tea. Oh. Boom. Boom. Got yourself a bowl of noodles. Instant ramen. That is, that's the that's the snack king's advice. Yeah, that's a good tip. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. And they usually don't charge you for the hot water. Yeah, no, not usually. <laughs> Depends on where you are, though. Sometimes they're stingy. That is true. That is true. <laughs> I remember I got I did that one time in the U.S. somewhere, and I got a bit of a stink eye. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm just getting it for my noodles. Like, I'll, I'll, do you want a dollar or two for this? Yeah. Like, I don't... Playing a band, I'm homeless for a week. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think they responded to me. Yeah. Like, get the, f- get yeah. the hell out of here, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's picture this. Um, Dead Tired is as big as Metallica. You guys are fucking huge, selling out arenas. Everything is massive. <laughs> <laughs> what is the rock star dream writer? What is waiting in the green room for you? Oh, okay. You got an unlimited budget. Oh my goodness. Um, definitely a live palm tree. Uh, lovely, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I I heard a rumor that that's what Mariah Carey has backstage. <laughs> she always has a live palm tree. <laughs> that for some reason that useless information is stored in I my brain that. to dispense at any time. Like Mariah, we don't. Our green room's not tall enough to. She's like, figure it out. Figure it out, boys. Put it somewhere up. It needs to be there. Though. Yeah. Um. I don't know if we'd have the live palm tree. I definitely know. <laughs> we probably. I. I'd say, local beer. Okay. Yeah. 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 Very key. Lo- like local especially local preferred um best local pizza yep um a huge platter of oysters oysters yeah nice mm-hmm. that way you know i could eat pizza one night following night lighten it up with just oysters oysters mm-hmm. that's a good i've never heard oysters oyster oh. lots, of, lots of stuff but never oysters <laughs> dead tired are, are big oyster consumers oyster boys yes we uh wherever we play we find a good place to to go for oysters. Well, we usually just find the coolest restaurant to go in okay. town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we can find oysters, oh yeah, yeah, we're on it. I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know if I've ever had an oyster in my life. Really? Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> there, there's some good oysters in Niagara to Yo, be had. Oh, really? Oh, yes. What's a good oyster place? 
Um, you go to Garrison House in, I think, Virgil. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or there's a Tide and Vine in Niagara Falls. Okay, okay. Oh, excellent oysters. Ah, good, mm-hmm. good, nice. So I'll we definitely... That. Oh, yes, let me know. <laughs> I'll go with you, actually, <laughs> anytime. Please. After this? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, or, and probably like a good bottle of Mezcal. Okay, mm-hmm. there you go. I think, like, that. I'm, I'm answering this very seriously. Yeah. And then... A salad bowl full of nibs. Nibs. Mm-hmm. Nice. And a I spoon. Like, and <laughs> to eat those to nibs. Eat the nibs. Yes. I like that. The licorice little bits. Yes. Yeah. I oh, love yes. it. That's great. That yeah. Is there any like you know, like movies or stuff playing? Any sort of like wacky I don't know. Video games, you guys gamers? Um, a couple of us are are heavy game I know Franz is a heavy gamer. Yeah. I'm I'm like Mario Kart is good for me. Yeah, that's what I'd be like. Mario Kart eight. Yeah. Eight? Yeah, 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 yeah. Online. That was like big time lockdown yeah. uh activity. Played every night. <laughs> Have you gotten the new courses? Yeah. 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 And they're slowly yeah. I was yeah. just playing them today. They're I, tough. Was, yeah. They're tough. Yeah. Man. Some of them are like, oh what I don't even know what is this even a course or yeah, is this exactly. just a bunch of shit? Yeah, yeah well, fucking Waluigi's pinball. Get yeah. Get out of here. Okay. <laughs> or the the Paris one too. Yeah, yeah, Paris, where it's like you gotta go left and right. And, yeah. yeah. Like, I, what is going on what here? What's going on? <laughs> our our current rider, though, because our guitar player Franz has a um mango allergy. Okay. And our current rider is a mango with the word Franz written on it. <laughs> and we got it once. Really? <laughs> we actually did. Yeah. Like, hey, here it here it is. Here it is. <laughs> One mango that says Franz. Somebody read the writer and I think that's all we got, to <laughs> be honest. Great. That's great. They're like, that's all that's all we thought you wanted. Yeah. It was just the melon. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's funny all right i've got one more question for you and it's a big one. Oh shit i need all five was it five all-time favorite bands if you can't give me five give me three if you have a hard time giving all-time favorite bands you can just give me what you're listening to right now holy moly um all-time favorite uh metallica is definitely on that list lovely just because it it sort of got me into music. Mm-hmm. I keep coming back to them too. Yeah, like I've had bands that I I still love that I've like listened to for a period, but don't keep coming back and listening to. Metallica is right. one that I I still keep coming back to. Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth. Yeah, I think that's that can count as one entry, can it? Yeah, yeah, we, we can count that. <laughs> um, no Anthrax though, eh? I got into Anthrax later. Yeah, of the big four, mm-hmm. Anthrax happened for me. Later on, and I love them. Yeah, Anthrax are they're cool. Band. I think I just missed them last month in Toronto. Actually, oh, is it, yeah, yeah. Um, Want to see Anthrax before it's too late? But I've seen Ian Scott play with the Damn Things. Really? Yeah. yeah. When was that? The Damn Things played uh, not the last one, uh, but the one before that. There maybe it didn't happen. The last it was the tid the season that happened before the pandemic. So it probably was. Oh yes, that's right. They yeah. did play. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was very excited. That's cool. Cause I've never seen them. Right. They're such yeah. a cool band. Right. Yeah. They, yeah. They only existed for like a heartbeat. It felt like yeah, they put they've out got that two one. records. One was out like 10 years ago and then yeah. they just put out like in 2019. And oh. I'm like, that's it. Okay. I didn't even know this. Yeah. That one. Yeah. It's a cool record. I love, I love anthrax. Not on, not on the list. Right. Hmm. Um, geez. Out of five. I could I could give you like ten. I'll just name off a bunch. Sure. Uh, uh, I know Fu Manchu was a big one for me. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Sonic Youth was a huge one for me. Yeah. Um, mm, Every time I die was a big one. We love every time I die. You just met my dog Buckley. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, Between the Barry and me, you like them? Oh, yeah, I've, I I saw them at L three years ago. No way. And Colors had just came out. Ooh. And nobody was like, like you know what? I don't even know if Colors was out, but they played a bunch of stuff off it. Really? And people were like, no, like we want to hear Alaska. Like people were kind of like. Really? Yeah. And I'm sitting at the side going like, what is going on? This is so sick. Like, let them crazy. finish. Yeah. Yeah. Let them do the thing. You're going to hear. What was that? Mordecai. You're going to hear. Yeah. It. Just yeah. let them do their thing. Yeah. I think they played with the Red Cord too. It was a really cool show. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're, they 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 kind of lost me after I think Great Misdirect. Yeah, that was good. And they started like writing like thirty minute songs. Yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> it just I, and there's like circus music going on. You're kind of going like, 
we're kind of getting away from what we were yeah. starting from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, but I mean, like, Alaska, Colors, Great Misdirect. Those yeah. are like, whoo. Yeah. Those are big great ones. records. Yeah. That, them. Cavellartech's one of my favorite bands. Cavellartech. I've never heard of them. Norwegian. Okay. Very good. Turbinegro as well. Gotta love them. But yeah. You'd love, you'd probably like Cavellartech. Okay. Really cool. cool. Really cool. Three guitar players. Lovely. Yeah. Um, Trying to think what else. I'm a huge John Mayer fan too. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. Not, it, it, I just listed a bunch of metal and punk bands, and then John Mayer's in there. But yeah. huge, huge, huge fan of his. You know, he's got this crazy watch collection. I have seen that, and like yeah. because because of his collection, yeah. and how much he collects them, he's like fucked up the watch market because like any time that they like get dropped, he like picks them all up. You're kidding. Yeah, and like he's like he's people, a watch hoarder. Yeah, yeah. People have like a hard time finding Rolexes because. Like, John Mayer's always buying them. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I knew he was like a watch, because I think I seen on Instagram, he's like, oh, here's this yeah. fancy watch that I like, but I didn't know he was like that it's deep intense. into it. It's intense, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's like wow. one of the only things I know about him. Hmm. <laughs> I think if I had money, I'd become a watch yeah, guy. If you had John Mayer's money, you'd be probably, you'd have his collection. He's doing all right. He's doing all right. Yeah. I could see myself getting into fancy watches. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be a car guy, but a watch right. guy. Right. Yeah. I, I think I'm, so. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably be both, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So let's roll out some social medias. And if you have any shout outs or if anything you wanted to add that we missed or glossed over, feel um, free to talk. Yeah. The social, uh, I think on Instagram, it's dead at Z, dead tired Z. Because um, of the sleeps. Just because we, we're all tired boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, my studio's at Dead Quarters. Um, I think the, uh, my other band, uh, At The Fledge, at Robohor. Perfect. I think that's I think that's all the social medias. I don't even know. I'm, I've never been on Facebook. Okay. I don't know if Dead Tired is. I don't know if they are either. I, I, yeah, I was it. actually just having this discussion today. When's the last time you looked up a band on Facebook? Yeah. Does, was that <laughs> even a thing anymore? Yeah, not really. No. no. No, I've never never had it, so I don't know. You're, you're doing yourself a favor. Yeah, that's what I've understood. <laughs> I, I'm I'm okay on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah. The Instagram. <laughs> the Instagram. <laughs> oh goodness. Right I think on. They, oh, and uh, deadquarters.ca website. Yeah. So yeah. So and like we said, and I'll stress it. If you got if you got a project or something, head to my man Marco Dead Deadquarter Studios. You're in Hamilton, downtown yep. Hamilton. Great downtown. Super easy to get to. You got lots oh, yeah. of cool stuff around you, like lots of food. And yep. Uh, lots of food, lots of bars. And you have a bunch of gear in there, too. Yes, you yes. Like, you, that was one of the things that you told, because <laughs> here's a little secret. Sinner's doing a little recording. Can't so, wait. Uh, and uh, what you, would you say? He says, you don't need to bring everything. I pretty, you said, I'm pretty sure you have all the stuff that we have. Yeah. I just, <laughs> like, don't don't bring cabs. we got cabs. Yeah, yeah. This actually reminds me of something. I listened to the episode with Davis. Oh, yeah. And and he, Davis. Yeah. I'll, Davis and I have never met. We have so many mutual friends. Oh, fun. And we've recorded mutual bands. Yeah. Never met the guy, but I... I his work is fantastic. He's Every, great. Everything he does, We're I'm like, Davis. yeah, um, him, him and, and Nick as well. Like I, I listen to their stuff and I'm like, wow, I, I try and get my bar up to where they are. Yeah. Like they're, they're both really talented, but Davis's episode, he said something like, and I, I was like, I think I was listening to it in the car being like, yes, exactly. He was like, <laughs> like, if you have, if you're working with an engineer or producer and they say, Hey, I have this gear that you can use. Come here, buddy. Come here. Come on. Oh, <laughs> hey, bud. You want to stay? Yeah, he was talking about if somebody suggests gear to use, he's like, just use it, for God's just sakes. Just use it. Use it. And I I was like, yeah, absolutely. Finally, yeah. somebody's saying that. Yeah. But you guys all had good gear. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't trying to and like. something else that I've heard David say, which is super <laughs> cool, is he says like, I understand that you guys, like people out there want to do recordings themselves. They don't have the money. They want to do basement and bedroom recordings. Yeah. And he says, that's cool. But you should totally hire me for the day. I'll come over and I'll make everything sound good. Right. Like I'll, like I'll right. do it for an affordable cost. Yeah. He just really loves it for the love of music. Yeah. It's not uh, a money-making business for Davis. Yeah. Good it's on It's truly, yeah. Yeah. I, I, think he, I think he's helping uh, some friends of mine right now with the exact same Lovely. That same thing you just mentioned. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Love that. Yeah. Because, yeah, because you don't see, you don't hear a lot of people who have their own studios 
kind of even just saying that kind of like a lot of the time you like there's like this like negative connotation of bedroom recordings and bedroom studios oh god no i don't think there is either but sometimes i've talked to a couple producers that are get a little edgy about it and it might be because they've worked so hard at their craft and done all this and some kid who's 16 can download reaper and freaking (laughs) buy a scarlet and you know so i can understand why someone could get frustrated but i like that someone like davis is like Listen, let's mesh these two worlds. Yeah, I yeah. have knowledge in this. You want stuff to sound good, but you don't want to pay a lot of money. Let's meet in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's <laughs> very, very cool of them to do that. Yeah, and they probably get awesome results too that everybody's happy with. Absolutely. Right? So that's really, really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Right on, folks. Well, we'll end it there. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Appreciate it. Phil. Right on.